As someone who spent her journalism career uh, on the crime beat, the trauma beat, I have told my fair share of very sad stories. And of course, uh, anybody that knows what I do outside of radio knows that I do a lot of work in trauma on a day-to-day basis. Well, this next story, it is a sad story, but it is also, it just, it filled my heart right up reading it last night. Right now I'm, I'm looking at the smiling face on the Toronto Sun website of Ron Rader. Ron was 67 years old when he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in late May. In mid-June, he learned that his cancer had spread and that it was inoperable. To talk about what unfolded next are Ron's wife of 44 years, Shirley Rader, Ron's daughter, Jenna McBride, and Ron's son, Ben Rader. And I understand that Shirley and Jenna, we've reached you both in Exeter, Ontario, and Ben is in Cambridge. Thank you all for joining us today to talk about uh, Ron. So let's, Thank you. let's let's just start out first. My, my condolences, of course, for your loss. Uh, but again, thank you for sharing the story because it is such a beautiful one. Let's start with you, Jenna. Uh, pick up the story after after your dad realized or or was informed in mid-June that his cancer had spread and it was inoperable. What was his reaction to this? Um, Obviously, you know, at first complete shock, right? I think all of us were um, shocked by the news as we were kind of thinking, uh, you know, originally it was maybe just an ulcer. Um, (laughs) Obviously, Mm -hmm. that wasn't the case. So we learned that it was inoperable. And um, my dad's kind of first reaction, um, you know, he was walking down the hall with my mom and he turned to her and said, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a party. Um, and then not too long after my brother and I were down there and he told us I'm having a party and he just, uh, you know, to take such news, um, and, and turn it into something good was, uh, pretty, pretty awesome to, you know, see that. Um, we didn't expect any less from him. He's very social and he's always up for a good time. And he just said, you know, um, I'm not going to wait until I'm gone. You know, if people are going to mm-hmm. come, you know, celebrate me. I want to be there. I, I'm not going to miss out on that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's what we did. Shirley, you, this is a man you were married to for 44 years. That's incredible. I mean, your daughter just touched on this, but if you could just, just expand on it, was it was it a surprise for you or was this very much in step with the Ron that you knew for more than four decades? Life was never dull with Ron Raider in my world. Um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we were always up for adventures and he was usually the leader. And uh, yeah, we always had lots and lots of fun and this did not surprise me at all because he loves people and he doesn't want to miss out on anything. So the minute he said that I went, we will honor whatever you want. We're going to do it. Mm. Ben, yeah. where did, where did it go from there? You, you guys knew obviously that you didn't have a lot of time to, to put together a party. So what happened next? Um, yeah, we sort of talked to him and uh, we kind of decided pretty much right away that we didn't want to be worried with planning it. Um, so we went to the funeral home, uh, Taskett's, and they basically said, yeah, we've never done this, but you know what? We can do it. It sounds like a challenge. And uh, and then they took care of everything. So um, we basically just had to make sure that dad was in still good health, good enough to do it. And we kind of waited sort of to the last minute to send out invites to make sure he was good. And uh, the funeral home had everything set up and ready to go. 
I, I was going to say, I mean, usually what uh, funeral homes are obviously used to, to putting together events, but only after the person has passed away. And, and, and usually when that happens, people are become aware of this sort of thing through an obituary, but that wouldn't have been the case here. So uh, Jenna, what, what, what was that message that you were sending out to people? Because there were more than 350 people that showed up. So word obviously spread, but that last minute message that you put out, what, what was the, what was the context of that? Well, that was one of one of the things that uh, Colin and Haskett said, you know, um, we're going to have to rethink our website if, you know, <laughs> this is what we're going to be doing going forward. And so he said, you know, we're, we're going to place this announcement on the obituaries. Um, so what he did is he, he put the announcement on there, um, but he wrote the very much alive Ron Rader and then mm. put all of the details of the party that were, were to come. Um, and then, you know, that kind of got people obviously talking. Um, we did have a, a few people who kind of panicked and thought that he had actually gone and he said, no, 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 read it. <laughs> and, uh, then they, <laughs> they realized, okay, yes. Um, so yeah, it uh, went up on, on Haskett's and, uh, it was about, a, uh, a week before, um, the announcement went up and then he's just so connected with people that people got talking and, and mm. then we had such a wonderful turnout. Shirley, I, I forgive me for making assumptions, but I can't help but think that the last time you must have had something like this would have been would have been your wedding, like where all where all the attention was on Ron, or and maybe you guys have renewed your <laughs> vows or something. But tell tell me about that day. What what was that day like? It, it was July twenty third, I believe, right? Yes, it was. Um, we had wonderful support from the palliative team. Um, they made sure that he was hydrated and. And lots of energy. And I think between that and the adrenaline that he was running on, um, he was just stoked. He was keen and, and uh, he was hooked up to an IV to keep him hydrated. And he was looking out the bedroom window, barking orders out. We figured the steroids maybe had a little bit to do with that and uh, <laughs> making sure everybody was doing their job. And, and I'll tell you, he was so happy. He was just so happy. And in the closet trying to figure out what he was going to wear because it uh, was supposed to be casual. And um, yeah, it, he was just thrilled that, and when things started happening and he was dragging me out the door saying, come on, they're coming. They're all here. We've got to get out there and sit under the tree. So yeah, it was, it was just a wonderful, wonderful day. And he never stopped smiling from the time we walked out until the last person had given a hug. It was uh just everything he wanted. He said he couldn't have written a better script. Oh, I, I got to yeah. say just about that smile. Again, I'm looking at another picture of, of your Ron right now. And I don't know if that's his grandkids or his grandson sitting on his lap. It looks like he's sitting in a golf cart, but Oh, like it, it, that brings me so much joy looking at that smile. So uh, tell me, tell me a little bit more, uh, more about that then Shirley, you guys were, you spent the day you're sitting under the tree. What sorts mm-hmm. of things were people coming up and, and saying to Ron? Oh, well, we had everyone from family to customers that have been dealing with him for 35 years. Uh, we had, and just reminiscing about the first time that they bought a vehicle from him and, it, and how he helped them and made them feel so comfortable and, and trusted him. And then we had families that had all kinds of stories about little mischievous events that uh, he usually initiated or um, he was involved in and um, friends and hockey team members and 
there were lots of tears as well, but they were happy tears. And, and that's what he wanted. He just wanted to, uh, to reminisce and have a chance to say goodbye, basically is what he says. <laughs> mm-hmm. So lots and lots of great, great memories and uh, between everybody. So it's good. Ben, 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 Jenna, I, we just got a minute left and then we're going to go to a break and we're going to come back, but maybe I'll go to you first, Ben. Ben, what was it like watching, watching your dad receive all of these people sharing their love with him that day? Um, it was great. And it was honestly pretty much exactly what I expected. Um, I know how well connected he is. I know how much people love him. Um, he's always smiling, always happy. Not, nobody has a bad word to say. So to see him sort of receive those accolades, and again, because he could do it, um, it's like you said in his, the words he said at the event, you know, he, he couldn't say anything from a pine box. So he was happy to, to receive that and to talk to people. So it was, it was good just to see his sort of a, a lifetime um, rewarded. This is, this is just, this is so beautiful. And I can hear the pain in your voices, but it, I, I just want you to, to know like how much joy this is no doubt bringing to so many people and probably heartache for people that have experienced their own losses uh, recently as well. I want to pick this up after the break. because we're just coming up against the, the traffic break now, but I also want to extend this to members of our audience. You know, maybe some, maybe this is spurring some emotions for you and, and you'd like to share how you, you honor your loved ones after they have passed and, and we'll try to get to some of your calls after the break. So just hold on to those thoughts. Uh, but if, if Jenna and Shirley and Ben, if you guys are good to hang on for just a few more minutes, we're going to come back after the break. Is that okay with you three? Sounds yep, good. Okay. We're speaking with, with Shirley. Uh, we're speaking with Shirley Raider, Ron uh, Raider's wife of 44 years, Jenna McBride, his daughter, and his son, Ben Raider, who is in Cambridge. We're, we have lots more of this conversation coming up after the break. And we're continuing my conversation with the family of 67-year-old Ron Rader, who was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in late May. And then just a couple of weeks later, he learned that his cancer had spread and that it was inoperable, that he was in uh, palliative, uh, the palliative stage. Um, we are joined by Ron's wife, Shirley, by his daughter, Jenna, and by his son, Ben. And what makes this story so heartwarming is that Ron decided after he found out that he didn't have much time left on this earth, that he wanted to be there for his own funeral. So before the break, we were talking about the the, the celebration of life that was held on July 23rd, during which uh, Ron and, and Shirley sat underneath a tree and uh, 350 guests, more than 350 guests showed up uh, to pay their respects to Ron himself before he had had even passed. So let's pick up on that. Uh, Shirley, you were just telling me during the break that that Ron did some sort of tribute during the celebration of his life. Tell, tell me about what he said. Um, so he thanked everyone, obviously, for coming out. And, and he said everyone made his day. Um, and he said that things like getting together might be a bit awkward for some because it's not traditional but he said you all know I like to talk and I know that wouldn't have happened if I wasn't uh, here physically so he thought maybe he'd start a new trend he covered Mm -hmm. some of his um, background Um, he's a Zurich boy so he touched on his years in there and the hockey and um, a few of his um, bosses that he's worked for um, over the years and then of course uh, spoke about the family um, and all of it so And what's going to happen down the road? He apparently is going to haunt us. So there we go. (laughs) (laughs) He had a sense of humor, didn't he? (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) 
No, Jenna, I understand that uh, in addition to the celebration of life, there's one more thing that that Ron, your dad really wanted to do, and he wanted to go to the beach. Tell me about that. Yeah, so my uh, uh, cousin, his niece, um, has uh, property uh, with her husband and and another friend, and it's right um, on the beach. It's like an old campground, and my dad was so excited about this property, and he really wanted to take us all there, go to the beach, you know, spend a bit of time there. And so we were able to do that. We, uh, um, well, it was a week ago last Friday, we packed up with uh, a few friends, um, some family members, we met my cousin there with her family. And we just spent, you know, it it wasn't a long time, because he didn't have the stamina, but we were there for probably an hour and a half and um, Mm -hmm. able to just enjoy the beach, the beach, he he just loved it there. So um, yeah, that's what we kind of, that was one of the last things on his bucket list. And mm-hmm. uh, he got done that. And then it was shortly after uh, that thing started, you know, not going too well for him. And he always had said quality over quantity and the quality was was fading very quickly. Mm-hmm. And and I understand again just from our conversation off air that at the end of the of, at the end of June he had had a couple of medical assessments to be part of the uh, medical medical assistance in dying program. Uh, maybe just pick it up there, Shirley. You know things weren't going well. He he mm-hmm. like like your daughter just said, quality over quantity. So where did the conversation go from there in, in terms of the medically assisted dying? Well, we um, we'd had the talk before he was even diagnosed, we'd always talked about uh, using uh, the medical assistance in dying if it came to that point. So it wasn't a surprise when he asked to put it in place. And uh, yeah, Monday, he had started to uh, just slip a little bit more tired, just a few other symptoms, no pain, but just the quality was just not what he wanted and spending more time in bed and not being able to enjoy things. And uh, so Monday morning, he just said to me, I'm just dreading one more night. I think this is the day I'm going to make the phone call. And he did. And we all honored him. It uh, it was sad, but it's what he wanted. And uh, we made a phone call. And uh, very shortly after that, um, we were given the privilege of being with him um, as he died with dignity. Mm. Ben, uh, I, I imagine just so many different emotions over the last few few weeks few months really a couple months um what would you like people to remember about your dad because he certainly made a splash on his way out but I know he must have been so much more as you were growing up um yeah just just big heart big smile big laughs always whistling um yeah again just nobody could say a bad thing about him um and I, I think that's how everyone will remember him um, always joking, even even up to the end as he was, you know, getting ready for his last moments. He was still joking around and said, okay, guys, no crying. Don't be sad. You know, go go celebrate. Go have a party tonight. So hmm. um, that, that was him. Hmm. Shirley, uh, anything yes. else you'd like people to know about your husband? Oh, how do I ever start and, and compile you know, that? 40, 44 yeah. years, I know. I've given you quite yes. the task. Yes, and uh, just so just so loving and just a family man with a mischievous sense of humor and always saw the good in any situation um he was just definitely our go-to guy for everything that's going to be our challenge for going forward is because he he was who we went to when when we needed anything 
Um, yeah, just it was just um, just a privilege to be part of his life and just a supportive uh, person that loved life, loved family. Um, I yeah, how do I begin? <laughs> Je- Jenna, do you think that your dad is grinning ear to ear right now, listening to this conversation? How do you think he'd react to all this attention <laughs> that everything's getting now? Absolutely. He would be loving this. Um, and, and more for the fact that, um, you know, his, his positivity, his story, his courage, um, is affecting so many people and maybe getting people thinking about doing things differently. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. that's what he would, he would like, uh, he was always one that, you know, veered off the beaten track, um, or beaten path. He never, you know, tell, tell him to do something one way and he would do it the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's always wanting people to kind of think outside the box. And so, uh, he would be loving (laughs) attention Mm -hmm. and and the fact that people are talking and possibly you know thinking about their own lives and you know how they might do things differently and and maybe he will he's also thinking just because you mentioned the haunting bit a little bit early oh shoot I really (laughs) got to get on that (laughs) Shirley you had had mentioned to me earlier uh when we were just chatting off air that that you were looking out the window of your home into the space you got into your backyard where this final celebration of his life was held. I, I know that obviously there's a lot of sadness that comes with the last few months when you're thinking about it, but do you think that that backyard now is going to bring a different kind of peace for you, a, a different sort of joy thinking about all the the nice things that happened that day that in that party that your husband so dearly wanted? Absolutely. Just knowing it was what he wanted and that he had the chance to talk to the people that meant so much to him. Um, definitely when we sit here looking out or sit in the back around the fire pit, there'll be lots of, of chatter and, and maybe the odd toast and, um, and lots of reminiscing about someone we love very much. And, and like you said, you know, he was, he, you've really painted a trailblazer here. And not only that, but he was also an organ donor who I want to point out that you you and him, uh, Shirley, I understand you guys had always talked about that. And of course, because of his cancer, he couldn't donate uh, his organs, but he, mm-hmm. he could donate some of his tissue to trim, Trillium and, and his body to research. So I think that that is... I mean, there's just so much legacy in this man. Yes. So thank you, Shirley, Jenna, Ben. Thank you for sharing a bit of your your husband and your dad with us today. And I can only imagine the sorts of thoughts that people have swirling through their minds in terms of their own celebrations of life and how they want to go about doing things. So thank you. And again, my condolences to you and your family. Thank you so thank much you. for doing this. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Okay. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Well, you're you're listening to the Evan Solomon show. I am Tamara Cherry. That is a conversation that I don't think that I will ever forget. There's a lot of conversations from my career that are stuck in my head and and this is thankfully I think going to be one of them because what a joy it is to to be allowed into somebody's heart during what is the toughest times but also to be able to share some of those beautiful moments. So thank you for joining us in that.